It seems the National Emergency Alert Test got some people in big trouble. We'll tell you all about it next on Into Tomorrow. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of, uh uh-oh, Friday the 13th of October 2023. During our 28th year covering the latest in consumer tech, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we got you some tech news and commentary and a bunch of your calls and just a whole bunch of other stuff. A very Another, I hope, very interesting show we want you to stay tuned for because we're coming to you from Miami, Florida and the Dexcom G7 Studios, the future of diabetes management is here. Visit Dexcom.com, that's D-E-X-C-O-M.com, for more information. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, because we're, <laughs> oh, God, because we're both Dexcom dudes, and Michelle's nine-year-old now is a Dexcom dude, and, and, a, and a pod pal. And a pod pal. You don't have the pod. I'm not in, I'm not in that club. I'm yeah, not allowed. But I have the pod, so we're pod pals. And um, there you go. So people can learn about Dexcom, at least, when they go to Dexcom.com. Yes. Yeah. Uh, OX, formerly Twitter. How long are we going to have to say that, I wonder? I don't know. Until people know that anytime you say X, you don't mean your ex-wife or right. ex-spouse or something. Well, they plan to begin omitting counts for likes, replies, and retweets from the main timeline. But we'll make the information accessible by tapping a post. So if they're not really eliminating it, in a subscriber-only post, which means we didn't get it because we don't pay Elon, uh, but Elon said the change is supposed to remove superfluous interaction counts (laughs) and, quote-unquote, improve readability. How about eliminating superfluous changes that don't really matter? <laughs> I'd vote for that. Yeah. Is this up, up for vote? I don't Probably think not. so. No, it's just he's the boss. He's going to do what he wants. Uh-huh. If I spent $44 billion on something, I'd do what I want to. Mm-hmm. If I had $44 billion, that'd be a whole different story. If I had $44 billion, we probably wouldn't be hearing your voice right now. You think? Unless you could be doing a podcast from a from a deserted. Well, no, you're not really an island guy, so you wouldn't go to a you know deserted island somewhere. Well, it wouldn't be deserted if I was on it. Well, that's true. Uh huh. But that's true. I would probably still be doing it because aren't we doing this for the passion? It's certainly not for the money. <laughs> I was going to say, damn sure ain't for the money. Mm-hmm. We do it. Why do we do it? I've been trying to figure that out for 28 years. Oh my gosh, we do it because we love our audience. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> And we want to bring this information to them because it's what we do. Yeah, that sounds like a good reason. Okay. We'll go with that. Now do something. The boss of one of the biggest artificial intelligence firms in the world has estimated that the chance that his technology could end human civilization is up to 25%. Oh. (laughs) Dario... Oh, I'm going to mess this guy's name up. Uh, Amo Day, uh, chief executive of Anthropic AI, said in an interview that a catastrophic end result of advanced AI technology could come from the tech going wrong itself or humans misusing it. He said, quote, my chance that something goes really quite catastrophically wrong on the scale of human civilization might be somewhere between 10 percent and 25 percent. Somewhere. Yeah. You'd think he'd be able to narrow it down even with yeah. AI. Maybe he should ask AI. Yeah, I would What think. are the chances that you're going to end human civilization? I've been meaning to have ChatGPT or one of those kinds of things write an article for me about the chances of AI taking over. Just to see what they, they, I don't know. Are, are they a they? It. I it. A computer? Bunch of computers <laughs> say it whatever it wants to be. Yeah, that's Isn't that what we're supposed to say these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Now AI is going to say you better use my correct pronouns. <laughs> um, but wouldn't that be an interesting article? Yeah. Ask AI if you're ever going to take over. Oh boy. Mm. 
That's interesting. Uh-huh. There was a guy on 60 Minutes who's kind of known as the grandfather of AI who was as concerned that if we're not very careful and come up with laws and guidelines and, and respect them, that AI could take over. That's interesting, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen in my lifetime, maybe yours, but certainly Cam's. Because, you know, the younger the folk, uh, the more they're just going to have to deal with it. And I'll be either looking up or looking down upon them. Looking up at us. Yeah. <laughs> and saying, wow, how's that working out? Yeah. And if you've never heard that very prophetic song uh, in the year 2525, give it a listen. Yeah. We're headed there. Man, I love that song. I always have. And it was very scary. It is scary. If you've not heard it, who sings that? Do you I know offhand? That's a good question. In the year 2525. Hey, Siri, who it, sings in the year 2525? Let's oh, see. Oh, boy. You have to ask Siri. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she's asleep. Zager and Evans. No, ah. she's, she's in silent mode because we're doing the show. Oh, okay. Thank you, Siri, for, for being in silent mode. Of course, Zager and Evans. Yeah, and you know, because I heard all of our listeners screaming back at their radios yeah, exactly. to, to tell me the answer. That's, you, that's what you heard. Yes. It wasn't Siri helping. Right. But very, very spooky song as to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so according to uh, ex-Amish TikToker Eli Yoder, which is somebody that I actually follow on TikTok. Ex-Amish yes. TikToker. Yeah. All right. Uh, several Amish men were shunned by the church after FEMA's October 4th test outed them as smartphone owners. Uh-oh. <laughs> While some Amish communities have slowly embraced technology over the years, they have generally prohibited its use within individual households. This means no phones, computers, or internet access for personal use. Yoder said there have been, quote, quite a few Amish men who have reached out to him in an effort to secure a cell phone. <laughs> Although he couldn't fulfill every single request, he claimed to have procured the devices for some Amish members. It's like dozens, hundreds? <laughs> wow. But, yeah. but that's a good point because you couldn't, even if you were in silent mode, the alarms went off for this national alert test. Yeah, I even saw a post from some, I don't remember which museum, but it was like a museum crew that was putting together exhibits, and it was a picture of everybody just kind of standing by. And they were like, when it's October 4th, and a jump scare would ruin these exhibits, everybody just puts their yeah. life on hold. Don't touch anything <laughs> valuable. Yeah, or because they were like setting up these you know exhibits of like fossils or whatever, and oh, you, you don't want to get startled. So. Can you imagine? Well, you know, it's funny because as a former police officer for many years, I've heard from a couple of my buddies that to this day serve in corrections. And they had the same issue because most jails, prisons, etc. don't allow you to have a cell phone. So they were hearing the alert coming out of various cells all around the jail. And I'm sure the same thing happened at various jails and prisons around the country. Oh, really? (laughs) And they probably don't have those phones anymore. Probably not. That's wild. So, yeah, you can only imagine where it has disrupted people's lives Mm -hmm. in many ways whether you're amish or a prisoner or (laughs) well at least amish people wouldn't be listening exactly necessarily (laughs) (laughs) listening on their smartphones (laughs) gosh doggy albertson's tom thumb kroger and safeway are all using a device from vive that attaches to shopping carts and uses artificial intelligence to offer shoppers promotions, advertising, video recipes, and a pay portal. Vive said retailers can launch the system in 10 days and use it to help achieve a 73% increase in sales, which I could see that happening. Imagine pushing your cart around Publix. You know, it's our big grocery store down here. And you're getting ads and you're getting video recipes. You say, oh, yeah, let's make that tonight. And now you have to get these ingredients that it has compiled for you and tells you what aisle to get it and so forth. I think that's pretty cool. The promotions and advertising part, eh, that could be irritating. Mm-hmm. But if a store can increase sales by 73%, you can count on the fact they're going to do it. Yeah. So that's coming. So instead of just the wheel that keeps sticking and wobbles like crazy, now you're going to have a portal. Great. (laughs) Just something else to look forward to. Uh 
What are you looking forward to? Let us know at 800-899-INTO. What kind of tech? It's not quite here yet, maybe, that you are thinking this is going to be really cool or this is going to be a problem. It could be just AI or anything. And why do you think that? 800-899-4686 or hit us up and tap that Ask Dave microphone on the right side of your browser at intotomorrow.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. In case you weren't sure, you're tuned into tomorrow, and we thank you for tuning in. We thank you even more gooder when you call in and participate. Yes, I just said more gooder. All right, what do you want me to say? It's, it's betterer yeah. when you actually call in and participate. More betterer. More, yeah. Much more gooder, betterer. Yeah. So do call in and participate so you don't have to hear me rattle on like that. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to help grow your podcast. Ooh. Start your free trial at blubrry.com. It's Blueberry without the E's. Yes. Because they cost more at right. the time, yeah. they said. Gotcha. Stay tuned. Coming up shortly uh, will be Dave's conversation with Mohammed Kanda. He's the vice chair, U.S. Consulting Solutions co-leader and global advisory leader with PwC, formerly PricewaterhouseCoopers. And he claims that that title all fits on his cards. Yeah. I think his cards are about you know eight and a half by eleven, but they got to be. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be talking about an emerging tech survey they did that looks at eight essential technologies. Pretty cool. You want to stay tuned for that coming up in just a few moments. You know, you should feel great in your own skin. We've got a few wellness tips to help you feel your best. And with this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Your skin is the largest organ in the body, so it's important to keep it healthy and well-maintained. Limit exposure to direct UV rays by applying sunscreen or covering yourself up with long sleeve clothing and sun hats. It's also important to maintain proper hygiene to avoid breakouts and oily skin. So be sure to wash your face before and after bed or any other time after sweating. You'll also want to treat your skin as needed. Applying moisturizers and lotions can help your skin feel and look its best. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you. Why were you frowning when she said applying because lotions? And Michelle keeps trying to get me to use lotion and I keep telling her, you know, real men don't use lotion. Real men do, too, although I don't usually I've got the hands of a man that works with his hands. Oh, please. Yeah. 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 You have calluses from holding that microphone. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing that confused me is when she said, or every time after sweating. Sweating? I try never to do that. I always do that. Yeah, well, that's just from walking from the couch to the fridge, I swear. (laughs) Exactly. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you, as always, by Human Touch. You can change the way you experience wellness. Find out how when you visit them at humantouch.com. Christina in Columbia, Missouri. Welcome Into Tomorrow. How are you? I have been using the sleep pods or sleep buds by Bose. I've had generation one and two. My dog ate generation two. I love them the best, but they don't produce them anymore. So I purchased Soundcore sleeping buds. 
I was just wondering if you have a suggestion on what you find the best and the most comfortable for a side sleeper, something that allows me to listen to nature sounds and also has an alarm to wake me up. I have a spouse that snores and it's horrible. So I do like noise canceling sleep buds. Thank you so much, Dave. Have a great day. Well, you're welcome, Christina. Boy, I feel for you. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you probably don't want to go in and retrieve after the dog. Well, eats I was going to say, <laughs> if the dog ate them, they would have come out at some point. Yeah, but I don't blame her for not wanting to. You don't want to yeah. put them back in your ears probably after not. that, even if you rinse them well. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> So while Bose is no longer making the purpose-built sleep buds, they still make the quiet comfort earbuds. And some users actually recommend those for sleeping. They're small and flush and seem to work well for some side sleepers. And I'm glad. Welcome to the club. I'm a side sleeper as well. Constantly from one side to the other all night. Can't sleep on my back. Can't sleep at all on my stomach. And you, as a CPAPer, uh, have to sleep only on your back, right? Sometimes I go to one of my sides and then, you know, at least until I wake up with my hip hurting, uh, you know, welcome to old age. Or you've kinked your hose or something. But now, Christina, having said that, they're not made to be worn while sleeping. So while you will normally get great active noise cancellation, like, oh, I don't know, for snoring, uh, it may stop working as expected if they're up against a pillow that happens to be blocking one of the microphones. Now, your Soundcore earbuds consistently make the list of side sleepers' favorites, and you're benefiting from earbuds that come with active noise canceling and the alarms you want. Now, the other big option you may want to consider are the QuietOn 3.1 sleep earbuds. These are very light. They have fantastic battery life, around 28 hours on a single charge. That's pretty good. Yeah. And they're great at covering up snoring and talking via a combination of different sized tips uh, to create the tightest seal and through active noise canceling. I I can imagine poor Christina wants to just have a really tight seal when the hubby starts snoring. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the downside of these is that they're not really earbuds in the typical sense. They are exclusively for noise cancellation. Uh, They won't play any music, and they're made to let normal alarms through, but don't come with their own. And at $290, they're more expensive than the rest of the earbuds on your list. So you may not be willing to make compromises at that price level. What about a compromise of a new dog? Yeah, or a sleep divorce. I keep hearing this thing about sleep divorces. Sleep divorce? Yeah, couples, they stay married, but they sleep in separate rooms. So they've they've done a sleep divorce. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Well, now, given your options and the demise of Bose's sleep buds, You're likely already wearing the best earbuds for your needs, actually. So we hope they're working out. But if they're not and you're willing to be flexible, there are a couple of other options that we shared with you. And again, we have all of that information in our show notes at intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for the weekend of October, Friday the 13th. And it's all going to be right there for you, Christina. So we wish you well. And I hope you don't have to do a sleep divorce. Yeah. But we'd understand if you did. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you want to sleep with the dog either because he or she will eat your earbuds. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's a dilemma. It is. How about, here's another option we didn't mention. Swap out the dog and the husband. Oh. And then you don't need them. That's true. I mean, that's one other option. You yeah. know, I don't know if it's the best one. What does our audience think? Some advice for Christina. 800-899 into... Or just tap that Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. We'll look forward to hearing from you. Oh, and while you're at intotomorrow.com, a little box should pop up. And what do you want to do with that? Put in your email address. Why are you saying it like that? Because I'm excited. Oh, okay. Because then what happens if you put in and only your email address? Well, you get a confirmation email. And once you reply to that or click the link Check your spam filter in case. Yeah. Then you're in with our weekly tech newsletter. Oh. Our free weekly tech newsletter. And you do want that. Yeah. This week, for example, we've talked about not only the prizes we have for you and guests and various tech news items. I know. Go figure. There's lots of good hmm, thoughts. Yeah, and one of the more interesting stories that I think we've had in a while, your cheap Android TV streaming box might be facilitating cybercrime as thousands of Android devices come with a hidden back door. So we've got that story. And you know what else is interesting? I had a note here to make sure I mentioned it on the show. Now, where's my note? Oh, there it is. We've had an abundance of 
international folks signing up just in this last week. Denmark, Dubai, Singapore, Paris, and I don't know, others that I didn't have time to, to look at. So people are signing up all over the globe, and we hope you are among them. Get our weekly free tech newsletter. Sign up at intotomorrow.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. 28 years covering the latest in consumer tech and technology in general and all sorts of things. Somehow or other, they haven't caught up with us, so we'll continue to do this until they do. But glad that you've tuned into tomorrow. Even more glad, if you will, when you participate on the program, because we always have terrific prizes. Many of our guests and sponsors, other friends of the program, are frequently providing goodies for us to share with you our audience. So if you've got any questions, especially about someone that perhaps you heard on the show, we'll get answers for you. And we hope that we can answer your questions. We'll do all the digging. Let us do the heavy lifting for you and join us. An easy way, of course, is to call our toll-free number anytime in North America, 24-7, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or on any device with a browser and a microphone, visit us at intotomorrow.com and click on the red microphone on the right that says, Ask Dave, and we'll get answers for you. It's our pleasure to help here on Into Tomorrow. Business executives are deciding whether to move first on investments in new technology or kind of have a wait-and-see attitude, maybe in the hopes of being fast followers. Well, our next guest joins us to talk about an emerging tech survey that looks at eight essential technologies, and we love what they're doing. The vice chair for U.S. Consulting Solutions co-leader and global advisory leader, Whew. With PWC, I think that all fits on his business card, too, is Mohammed Kande. Mohammed, welcome into tomorrow. How are you doing? Very good, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Very long title, uh, which sounds fascinating, but <laughs> can you give us an idea of what it is that you do and what PWC is all about? And then let's get into your recent survey. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Listen, I work for, as you know, for PWC, where I lead our uh, advisory business globally, which is around consulting and deals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we spend a lot of clients at the time with clients globally to uh, to have them adopt technology, including emerging technologies, which is the purpose of our discussion today. Yes, excellent. And of course, you're helping executives uh, learn a little more or a lot more, I guess, about investing in emerging technologies. What do you, first of all, consider an emerging technology so that our audience can kind of grasp the idea better? Emerging technologies are considered the technologies that are not fully adopted by you know by the public whether you you are thinking about consumers or 
or corporations. One of them, the most recent one that everybody is, uh, you know, experiencing is really generative AI. Yeah. Emerging technology because a lot of companies are experimenting with the technology to try to understand how can they leverage it, how can they drive productivity improvement, but also how do they protect themselves from that technology that they know they have to adopt, but also thinking about how do they do it in a responsible way. Ah, very good points. And of course, we hear so much about AI these days. It's like every company is doing something with AI, or they want us to believe that that's the case. They should be, of course, because as you mentioned, as an emerging technology, not only is it getting a lot of attention, but there's a lot of help that it can do for businesses if you're using AI properly. So now I'm wondering how do emerging technologies increase stakeholder trust in organizations? Because there's a lot of folks that are saying, oh my gosh, the robots are taking over. You know, is that a good thing? Is that, you know, something we're just having to deal with? Uh, but of course, stakeholders have to also know uh, that their investments are working, yes? Absolutely. And it, it's very interesting when it comes to emerging technologies like generative AI, where many of us as consumers or in the public, we have access to generative AI at home. And there is not an expectation for employees that they will have that, that access on the job or in the, you know, where they do their work. Mm -hmm. so that's one thing. So expectation from the employees of all these large corporations is that they will have access to technology. And the more companies embrace technology, the more the employees are saying, oh, I can trust my company because I know I will be on the leading edge. At the same time, companies have to deliver value, business value. And when they signal to the markets, to the st stakeholders, investors, or board of directors that they will you continue to adopt technology to deliver that business value that they promised, they actually increase the trust between themselves and the stakeholders. Now, we know that there are discussions around whether generative AI is going to uh, re uh, remove jobs. What we are seeing today is more that generative AI is actually improving productivity, augmenting people, not replacing people yet. Well, that's very helpful because I think from an individual's standpoint and even overall from a company uh, that a lot of folks think, oh, great, you know, I'm basically getting replaced, you know, especially if I'm working on it. It's almost like I'm I'm training my replacement, in this case, AI, you know, and that's not necessarily the case. And I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, there are many other opportunities for hopefully most, if not all of those employees uh, to be more productive in what they do, or to perhaps get a promotion to do something different within the company, uh, maintaining your seniority and so forth. It's nice to know you'd always have seniority over AI, at least, I hope. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the key things we recommend to executives is not to leave any of the people behind. Good. So you start with the <clears throat> education and training of the people. Just so people understand, how do you use generative AI? How do you use AI to be more productive, to do more so that you can aspire to to more responsibilities, for example, but also how to use it responsibly, mm -hmm. right? Because technology has, you know, we call it responsible AI. Technology has to be used in a very responsible manner with the right internal controls and also the data privacy requirements. Another good point, because in our 28 years on the air, we've talked about using technology properly and responsibly. And just these last few years, we've talked about it in terms of AI, because there seems to be much more invasive technologies there. Uh, so the important thing continues to be maintained and that be responsible, you know, use it appropriately, increase your productivity, increase your bottom line, hopefully, and help your employees along the way. Yes, absolutely. Employees or people fear what they do not understand. That yeah. is why the first step is to make sure that everybody is educated about what is the technology and what the uh, the benefits are going to be using the technology. Now, your PwC Emerging Tech Survey was absolutely fascinating. Tell us about the number of companies that you've discovered are investing in new technologies. You know, about 93% of the company that we talked to, you know, and which is a good representative uh, representation of corporate America, it's been ready to right there about adopting technology. It's not about if they will adopt emerging technology, it's about when and how. Mm. That's what we're seeing because nobody, no company wants to be uh, left behind. That's what we're finding out. So the pace of adoption of the technology might be different depending on the, the company, depending on the sector. 
But there's no question out there that companies will continue to adopt technology. Nobody is staying away from, <clears throat> from technology today. And that is not only encouraging, but I guess, as you mentioned, it doesn't really matter what sector, what industry they're in. Anybody who's in business and doing anything involving technology needs to jump on this bandwagon and learn how things like AI can make a difference in their business, no matter what it is they do. Absolutely. And if they do not adopt technology, it is actually going to reverse the trust factor there because their stakeholders will be asking the question, why are we not adopting technology? Yeah, very true. Why are we left behind? And the employees will then feel the same way. You know, it's like I have a friend that works at XYZ company, you know, a competitor, and my gosh, they're way ahead of us. Well, don't let that happen. Exactly. So what are executives doing, do you think, to create and, and for that matter, deploy trusted technology solutions so that they aren't left behind? You know, a couple of things that we have seen companies do to, uh, you know, when it comes to not being left behind is experimentation, using the technology, developing what we call use cases. What are the t- situations where the technology can be used, but also understanding what is the value that will be delivered out of it? It can be within a human resource department, a finance department, it could be for customer service and many other applications. The companies are experimenting today to understand if they use the technology, what exactly the business value they will get out of it. That statement is very important because stakeholders will have an expectation that investment in technology will deliver returns or value. The second thing that companies are doing today is really around, again, what we call responsible AI. What is the governance framework that is going to be put around the te- technology, data privacy requirements, cybersecurity, internal controls, mm-hmm. and the like, just to make sure that there is no collateral damage from using that technology. So the responsible use of technology is the second biggest thing that we're seeing out there with companies. Wow. Mohammed, you are a delight to talk with. I can already tell we hope to get you back on the show again soon because there's so much more to cover. But in our short segment, we've certainly at least talked about some very important points. And I invite our audience to check out your survey, the PwC Emerging Tech Survey. You can get more info when you visit their site at pwc.com. And again, Mohammed, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. I truly look forward to chatting with you again sometime soon. My pleasure, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure as well. Mohamed Kande, Vice Chair, U.S. Consulting Solutions, co-leader and global advisory leader with PwC. We'll, of course, get you to their site, as we do with all of our guests, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Meantime, I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. Hey everyone, Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you.
And thank you, Cam. He's absolutely correct about that. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. If you'd like more info, text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Edison produces his first incandescent bulb. The transistor radio makes its debut. And the first all-female spacewalk takes place. It all happened this week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. history. Here's Chris. You know that You've Got Mail guy that we just heard? I think he's like driving an Uber now. No, <laughs> like I saw, I saw a, a real story. Yeah, I, I saw a news story on him, and he, you know, he was like driving an Uber and was doing the voice for for people that were in his Uber. And really talked about how it was his his wife worked for uh, AOL's predecessor and just needed a voice for these these commands. So he sat at his kitchen table and recorded them on an old tape recorder, and that's uh, history. History, 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 history. Well, that's that's fascinating because somewhere I had. The You've Got Mail yeah, his guy. Name, his name's uh, Elwood something. I forgot his well, last I, name, I, but yeah. But I'm not looking for Elwood. I'm looking for the... Uh, and I was trying to kill you know. time for you to find it, but you know, you yeah, still can't Instead... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So instead, we'll talk about uh, this week back in 1879. After 14 months of experimenting in Menlo Park, New Jersey, Thomas Edison succeeded in producing a working prototype of his electric incandescent lamp using a filament of carbonized thread. It lasted for 13 and a half hours before burning out. A whole 13 and a half hours? Yeah. Wow. Edison made the first public demonstration of his incandescent light bulb that December. It was during this time he said, we will make electricity so cheap that only the rich will burn candles. You've got mail. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And ironically, I don't think he's made a whole lot of ka-ching or any ka-ching from that. Probably not. No. Wow. In 1919 this week, the Radio Corporation of America, or RCA, was formed. The company became a giant in electronics, especially radios and TVs. Uh It would later own its own TV network, NBC, and other broadcast interests. They quickly became one of the most popular electronic communication devices in history, with billions manufactured during the 60s and 70s. I mean, come on, we all had a transistor radio, or you were not around till the late 70s. I had one. I remember having, you know, on my bunk bed in my room when I was a kid, I had a little transistor radio that I had taped to the, to the, like the railing there so that I could turn it on and listen to my music every night when I went to bed. And then I would go in later and turn it off because you were were sleeping. I remember I listened to 101.5 Light FM because... They played, I think it was called Beautiful Music, that format, or something. it was that, like, all the, you know, instrumental Mel- mellow. stuff. Yeah, yeah mellow stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 1967 this week, Mariner 5 did a flyby of Venus and sent back data indicating that the planet had no magnetic field and that its surface was unfit for human habitation. Some would say our planet's going there, too. Yeah, I know, <laughs> lately. And this week in 2019, NASA astronauts Jessica Meir and Christina Koch took part in the first all-woman spacewalk. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh not that yes. kind. Well, they walked, oh, yes. and, and it was they, exciting. Yes, they did this as they ventured out of the International Space Station to replace a power controller. Most illogical. That's no, our, it was actually very good. It was. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, where innovation lives. Visit ifa-berlin.com. Michelle in Miami. Whoa, down the street maybe from us. A local. Hello, Michelle from Miami, Florida. Welcome into tomorrow. As someone that is interested into getting into programming, what's the best way for someone that is entry level to just network myself when I finish my degree, which will be in about two years? Well, first of all, congrats. But Michelle, Start now, if you can. Look for meetup groups, for example, that relate to either generic hack days or more directly to either language or segments of the market that you are most interested in. For example, you may find meetups for fintech, uh, edtech, you name it, really. Uh, Or you can look for more generic meetings or hack days in which you'll just hack something together as practice and get to know others and hone in on your skills. Both meetup.com and Eventbrite may help you find those various groups. Yeah, now you'll, and you'll be much better off approaching that while you still have two years to go, because unfortunately, many of those events clash with regular full-time work hours and better align with a student schedule. 
Uh, other than that, talk to your professors. They likely know of events or even people that they may be able to connect you with. Now, Miami doesn't have a very active software industry, which is not great in general, but it does mean that it might be easier for you to meet the local players. Look for software boot camp and co-working meetups. It's likely that they have some events that you can attend. That's very true and some good, good input there. Now, you can also find online events. They're more awkward, if you will, but they may help you meet people in other markets and expand your job prospects altogether. Uh, congrats to you. I, I'm very excited for you. And please let us know how it works for you, Michelle. Uh, like, follow up with us, and maybe we can be of even more help. Those listening in the Miami area, uh, if you have some additional input for Michelle, please let us know. That's what it's all about. Brian in St. Joseph, Minnesota. Hey, jo Brian, welcome into tomorrow. My question is regarding television sound system upgrade. Needless to say, the flat screen TVs come with very poor sound as a general rule. The TV that I want to upgrade does not have an optical output or that special USB output. So I'm kind of at a loss. If you can give me some suggestions on how best to upgrade the sound on this thing, it'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks, boys. <laughs> You're welcome, Brian. Well, if you've already have devices, for example, that take that optical audio input that you mentioned, then an HDMI audio extractor may help you. HDMI cables carry both audio and video, and they're very convenient in that both signals travel through a single cable. HDMI audio extractors are relatively small boxes that split those signals into just video and just audio. And some of them do come with optical outputs. Now the cost is relatively low. You can buy a 4K capable box for around $25, and they would allow you to connect your TV to just about any existing audio setup that you may hopefully already have. Yeah, now, if you need to buy new speakers, check your TV first. If it's new, it almost certainly has the option to output audio to Bluetooth. Uh, so if that's the case, you can look for any soundbar or home theater system that takes Bluetooth as an input, and you'd be all set. Now, there's also audio amps that will do the HDMI audio video splitting and allow you to make a wired connection from your TV to a, a brand new home theater system. The cost, if you go that way, will be higher, but many people still prefer the surround sound from a full home theater system over that of a soundbar. Yeah, and there are, again, soundbars that claim to be surround sound, and some of them sound pretty good. You've, you've got one, I think, of use of, is it a Vizio? It's a, it's a Vizio, but it's, it's, it's one of those modular, it's a soundbar, but then you could also have add-ons, which I do. You have yeah. the, the subwoofer and the rear speakers, so it turned it into a surround Correct. system. Correct. So even though some claim to be just a single soundbar, surround system system like yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like surround system light yeah because it's not quite that so brian let us know if we've helped you out and what you end up doing because that will certainly help others and we invite everyone to visit us oh and sign up for our free tech newsletter when you visit us at intotomorrow.com This holiday, don't keep your customers waiting in silence. Spread joy, cheer, and the holiday spirit with Advanced Productions. Your customers will thank you, and you'll be ringing in the sales this holiday season. And the best way to do that is with a custom holiday on-hold message from Advanced Productions. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses all around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200 with no subscriptions or extra fees. Our professional team will craft delightful messages that showcase your brand and warm hearts throughout the season. Advanced Productions, the sound of the season and your key to holiday success. Let the holidays begin with Advanced Productions. Visit onholdaudio.net or call now 1-888-899-8511. 888-899-8511. Happy Holidays from Advanced Productions at onholdaudio.net. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the continuous glucose monitor for all types of diabetes. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. When you hear this on the weekend of Friday, October 13th, we're on our way or have already arrived and are already doing interviews at IACP. And you might be listening going, 
okay, what the heck is IACP? It's the International Association of Chiefs of Police. We were there a couple, three years ago and uh, in Chicago. Glad it's not in Chicago this year. And f- did a whole bunch of cool interviews about technology and police work and military and security and all sorts of stuff. We anticipate bringing back a bunch of video interviews. We're going to see if we can't raid a couple of police mobile command posts and things of that sort. So do stay tuned for that. Because will that, will that not be interesting? That will be very interesting. Well, you, you know, you can't just nod your head. <laughs> sure it's radio. <laughs> you have to actually say something. So say something. Something. Great. Rich in Purcellville, Virginia, participated with the Ask Dave microphone button at intotomorrow.com and was smart enough and remembered to give us his name, where he's joining us from, and how he hears the show. Hey, Rich. I have a question for you, actually two questions for you about NFTs or non-fungible transforms. Uh, the first question is, did anyone ever use the word fungible in a sentence before NFTs yeah. came along? <laughs> no. And the second is, what's the point? I kind of understand what they are and how to get one, but I don't understand why NFTs exist. Uh, seems like, yeah, you can have artwork in an NFT, but you can't hang it on a wall or anything. It's, you can't look at it. I just don't get the point. So if you could clear that up for me, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Well, Rich, you're welcome. And in our opinion, there really is no point. It's basically just a scam, we think, at this point. Uh, in theory, it's that an artist, you could sell your original work, verify that sale, and there would be a clear chain of ownership. Well, the reality is that your meme is not worth hundreds of thousands of dollars and that the chain of ownership isn't unique. You could sell the same piece of art on four different blockchains and they all just essentially provide the new owner, air quotes, with a link to the same image. Yeah, and that ownership is also only valid as long as the blockchain is alive. Um, and they've proven far less reliable than advertised with several cryptocurrencies folding and disappearing overnight. Uh, now, the main point of NFTs right now is really to provide a vehicle for money laundering. Ooh, uh, you can, well, it's probably true. Yeah, I mean, because you can set any price for an item that objectively may cost $0, transfer ownership of those funds, and have a way to justify the transaction. Uh, but in reality, uh, NFTs really don't provide any real value to the world right now. Unfortunately, that's true. NFTs are the digital version of a banana taped to a wall selling for $120,000. Yeah, which happened, you know, I think down here in Miami yeah. at our Art Basel. And, and I read recently that that artist is now being sued by someone who says they copied that artwork from them anyway. Oh, really? So, Somebody else had taped a banana to a wall? Taped something to a wall, and they're, oh. they're arguing because the tape was at the same angle. And, and, and it, like, <laughs> <laughs> what a world God. we live in. I'm telling you, with such a litigious society. Get over yourselves, people. That's, I've, I've only sued one time in my life, and it was typically an insurance company for a roof replacement after a hurricane. And I didn't even have to follow through with it. It was just the attorney threatening the lawsuit. So really, I didn't sue anybody. I just threatened to sue them, and they finally paid off. Because as we all know, insurance is just legalized mafia. Exactly. Uh, But Rich, I hope we helped you out there. Don't spend your money on NFTs at this point. I know there's people listening going, what? Are you crazy, Dave and Chris? There's there's money to be made. Really, prove it. Show us. Tell us that we're wrong in how we said don't be wasting your money on NFTs. Because, yeah, some people have made money with it not necessarily legitimately that's what we think anyway what do you think 800-899-INTO we value your opinion participate on into tomorrow daniel in prattville alabama welcome into tomorrow i have a 2011 hewitt packard laptop here i turned it on a couple weeks a month ago and the flash player is not is no longer supported and some of the things that it does don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. What can I replace a uh, flash player with on a 2011 Hewitt Packard laptop? Well, it sounds a lot like me. Some of the things I do don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sort of how that happens there. Well, Daniel, unfortunately, the answer is nothing. 
Flash Player was a nest of vulnerabilities and bad performance that was eventually replaced by HTML5. So if you can upgrade to a newish browser, the functionality on the modern web that used to rely on Flash will have been replaced by native HTML5 functionality. Yeah, now, of course, having said that, if you're relying on custom components that you run locally and that use Flash behind the scenes, then your only real option is to run an old, risky version of Flash. Yeah. If you do that, it'd be safer to run it in a virtual machine or otherwise sandbox it to be somewhat better protected against known vulnerabilities. Now, if all you need to do is load uh, SWF files, then you may be able to use an open source Flash player, but that will only let you load local SWF files rather than anything embedded into a website or a platform. Yeah, true. Now, if you just want to interact with modern websites, you won't really find much of any Flash left. There was a very long notice period that websites used to upgrade to HTML5 native players before support was fully dropped by Adobe way back in 2020. So hopefully we've steered you in the right direction, Daniel. Let us know, though, what you end up doing, because I'm sure you're not the only one, and it'll help other listeners as well. And of course, if you've got a question, a comment, maybe help for Daniel or other listeners, let us know at 800-899-INTO anytime. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. Call 800-781-6764. That's 800-781-6764. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.